0: Welcome to Locked On Blazers on the Locked Network. It's Sunday, October 15th. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Sunday is always a little bit of a bummer. You're getting ready to go back to work. You know, maybe you just lay around a little bit. Maybe you go get your spirituality on, uh, get your social on, get your hangover recovery on. However you live your life, uh, everyone's welcome here. I'm not judging. Um... But Sunday's always a little bit of bummer, a bummer, especially if your work week starts on Monday. Um, but this week, a little bit less of a bummer because the the NBA season is finally getting underway. After an offseason that was off the charts wild, uh, this Warriors-induced madness is league-wide. Uh, big-time players switching teams. Everybody's going crazy. Can anybody beat the Warriors? And while the the league was going nuts... The Blazers decided to more or less stand pat, um, you know, outside of, I guess, Allen Crabb to New Jersey was probably their biggest roster move last season. So, and the Blazers, with their very high payroll, they're betting that uh, this core that they have can get it done uh, in a Western Conference that where a lot of teams made big moves. It's going to be a very tough, long season. Um, I'm excited for it because there's, there's no dead spots on the Blazers schedule. There's not too many nights where they're going up against a team that they're not really going to have to bring it. Um, it's really going to be an exciting year, and the Blazers. Hey, they think that there's they think that Dame, CJ, and Nurk that it's going to be their big three. They're going to get more time together. Nurk is, is thin. Can thin Nurk and Dame and CJ? How far can they carry them? Um, Mo Harkless looked great in preseason. Evan Turner, point forward. Uh, Who else is going to step up? Um, They're going to see. They're going to need everybody to basically. It's going to be a tough, long season. Uh, That's for sure. I'm really excited about it. Um, uh, I got some news here. Uh, Of course, uh, C.J. McCollum suspended for the first game of the season after (laughs) leaving the bench during a little preseason kerfuffle between Alex Lynn and Caleb Swannigan. The Suns, one of the Suns games, uh, one of the many times the Blazers will play the Suns uh, this season. Uh, And as as far as I know, that game wasn't even on, it wasn't on regular TV. I heard a rumor, uh, 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 something on the wind, that the Suns were broadcasting this game over their Facebook Live account, which how does this even count as a real game? If it's not even, I don't know, a preseason and a Facebook Live, uh, They seems like maybe they could just let uh, CJ slide. But uh, it seems like the NBA is just sending their message, hey, the season's starting. Let's remind everybody what the rules are. Um, so CJ, he technically left the bench. So here's your suspension. Um, and Swanigan, the enforcer, I wonder if we're going to see uh, you know a handful of Swanigan kerfuffles over the course of this season um I'm, I'm all for the toughness i like it i like the fire uh, very fun um the our friend of the pod casey holdall choldall uh he estimated that the cj's fine will cost him 165 thousand dollars which i know these guys make a ton of money but that's still uh that's still not fun uh for you know walking a, a few feet uh that is the price of 165,000 dollar menu items you could get two base model porsche cayennes and i think that's 165,000 is also the number of times that the blazers are playing the suns this season if my math is is correct um uh, the the roster news was uh, after a long preseason the blazers had a spot open on their team um your Locked On hosts were pulling for Isaiah Briscoe, who looked fun in preseason, um, but we thought that Anthony Morrow was in the driver's seat because of his experience and his shooting ability, uh, two things the Blazers could really use. And they also had Archie Goodwin. Um, and the Blazers decided to go with none of those. They're just going to enter the season with a with an open roster spot. You'd think it leaves them some flexibility and saves them a little bit of money. Um so we'll see how that goes. Always kind of a bummer. I always like to, one of the few ways to really get hyped for preseason every year is to root for some training camp contract guy to make the team. So good luck tomorrow, Briscoe and Goodwin. You were, you were all fun, fun people. Um, uh, some Nurkic news too. another bummer of the preseason. You're thinking you don't want somebody to get suspended in the preseason and you don't want somebody to get hurt in the preseason and Nurkic uh, got that concussion from Jack Cooley during the Kings game when Jack kind of smacked him with his hand. I believe that was the play. Um, a real bummer, uh, especially if you consider that the, I mean, that not only was it a preseason game, it was a preseason game where the Kings rested eight players. So, I mean, really a one step above a scrimmage, I guess. So that's, That was a bummer to see Nurkic get a potentially serious injury. but I mean, he'll be ready to go, but concussions are obviously a very scary thing. Um, Some other Nurk news we had is uh, Shans Sharania at the vertical, the very dapper NBA newsman, Shams, uh, tweeted out that the Blazers uh, didn't extend Nurkic. He's going to be a restricted free agent this summer. So the Blazers are going to... See how he plays, and just sit back, knowing that they can match any offer. But you have to think with their payroll already high, uh, that might add some complications. Uh, obviously, a great problem to have would be um, Nurkic playing at an extremely high level. That would be a very good Blazers uh, salary cap problem to have. Uh, I think they're all sort of hoping that he plays up to a max level player, and they just they figure it, figure out how to make it work. Um, I can't believe that the Blazers are playing the Suns again for their first game on Wednesday. Um, They're kind of developing bad blood now. This is one of the things I like. Every once in a while I'll hear someone suggest that the NBA schedule teams should play each other uh, in longer series during the regular season. So they build up these kind of rivalries over the course of a week or whatever. And uh, that's what we're seeing happening with the, with the Suns, I mean the fact that the teams had their kerfuffle. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, I'm always I'm going to keep calling them kerfuffles. Uh, I don't get to use that word enough in my regular life, so that's that's my outlet on the pod. You know, we had Lin and Swanigan getting into it. CJ suspended. Uh, they've played each other at least uh, several thousand times already this year, in my in my estimation. Um, so the first game in Phoenix is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. We'll see. Uh, these teams got to be tired of each other, um, and it gets it gets tough. I mean, the Blazers opening the season on a three-game uh, road trip is not easy. Um, they go to Phoenix, of course, and then Indy, uh, who's rebuilding, and then Milwaukee, who could be very tough this year. And that Indy Milwaukee, that's a back-to-back. So right out of the gate, the Blazers having a back-to-back on the road. Is really a really tough, um, but then again, maybe it's better to do that earlier since the league cut back so much on the back-to-backs. Maybe you have one a little earlier in this, se- have one a little earlier in the season when you're not just exhausted and in February and you know, on you know a very long East Coast road trip or something. I don't, maybe it's good to get one out of the way early, um, and then they're back with a four-game home stand: Pelicans, Clippers, Sun, Ra- Suns, Raptors. So the Suns again, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, the Blazers and the Suns just know each other. They're going to know each other so intimately. Too intimately. They're going to need a break, and I think they're going to get a break. Um, I don't think the Blazers and Suns should have to play for three more seasons after seeing each other this many times in one year. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. In league-wide news, uh, Zach Lowe wrote an article uh, just to get us a little more excited, already thinking way ahead. Uh, to the mania that will be next NBA offseason, uh, an article where he's musing about LeBron joining Houston, um, and that's based on nothing but the fact that Houston will have the space and maybe LeBron will go there because he'll get to play with some incredible talent and and compete with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and LeBron leaving the East uh, is, is a mind-blowing <laughs> idea that would devastate that conference, you would think. I mean, they haven't really been competitive with the Western teams outside of teams that have LeBron James on them in a long time. Um, So LeBron joining the West uh, would make the East even more irrelevant um, competitively. And I mean, it might get so bad, you'd have to think, will the NBA seriously look at um, changing the playoff format? I mean, LeBron is a big deal. Would LeBron James moving the conference have enough of an effect that the NBA takes a serious look at scrapping the conference systems and just going with the top 16 teams make the playoffs? That would be really interesting. That would make a better product um, for sure. Uh, Who knows if that would improve ratings or not. Those big East Coast markets, uh, are those worth – more than having a higher quality competition. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't I don't really know how that works, but I would enjoy it more as a fan to just watch better basketball games. That's for sure. And we saw last year in the playoffs, the dominance of the Warriors and the Cavs in their respective conferences uh, actually cost the NBA money because there's so many sweeps. The salary cap didn't keep exploding like they thought it was because it's based on revenue. And the NBA made less revenue because there was fewer games in the playoffs, which were our big money games. So uh, that would have all kinds of consequences. And LeBron going to Houston sounds crazy. Every once in a while, uh, someone will kind of muse that LeBron will go to maybe the Lakers, now maybe the Rockets. Uh, but as it, just a core idea. In, a, in the Warriors league, the Warriors own the league right now, and we've seen a lot of star players are, are going a little nuts uh, trying to compete with them. You know, obviously, everybody wants to beat the Warriors um, at <laughs> whatever it takes now. Uh, maybe they'll just do a Team USA minus the Warriors guys on it and just make a run at, at them. Maybe that's the way to do it. Um, so, very interesting stuff. Like, the, the the madness is such that if next offseason is half as big as this previous offseason. I could totally see LeBron doing it and seeing a big three of Harden, Chris Paul, and LeBron in Houston. Oh, my oh my goodness, going against the Warriors. That would be fun. The NBA 2K League IRL version cont- continues. Um, the Grizzlies, some other news I liked. Uh, the, the Grizzlies announced they were retiring uh, Tony Allen and, and Zach Randolph's jerseys. Which is so fun to me. Um, I really do like when teams retire. Um, not necessarily, you know, you have to be a, a an All NBA MVP type of player, but when they retire the jerseys of someone that meant a lot to the franchise, meant a lot to the fans. Uh, I always think that's a great move. Uh, the Grizzlies are are doing it. That's a very nice story. In some uh, player movement news that. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers sent Richard Jefferson to the Atlanta Hawks uh who waived him and there's some reports uh out of ESPN uh from you know Woj the the man of all NBA news um that the Bucks are interested in signing Richard Jefferson who's uh 37 years young at this point uh and if if you're a podcast NBA fan the 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 scary thing about this news is, does this mean the Road Trippin' podcast is over? Richard Channing, I, are you going to try to keep doing this remotely with each other? Are you going to Skype in together, even though you're on different road trips? Um, are you going to franchise it out? Maybe do multiple pods? Maybe Road tripping is the new network. Uh, it's kind of like a player's tribune of... Uh, wacky NBA podcasts. I always really enjoy the the road trippings that, that I've listened to. I kind of go back and forth listening to them, but you get some insight. The players are more relaxed and comfortable opening up a little bit. Um, in a recent episode, Jr. Smith said, talks about how, how bummed he was when the you know Cavs brought in Wade to start over him. And you kind of get a little – I remember uh, one with Kyrie that, you know, the one that got popular was him saying the earth was flat, <laughs> Of course, <laughs> um, I, I, in that same interview he talked about, they, they kind of started talking about the vulnerability they feel as professional athletes when they're out on the court, uh, you know, just being exposed like that and expected to perform like that and the, kind of the pressure they feel. And is, you know, a group of players talking about it in a way that's different than you get, you know, when they're talking to a reporter who has a an iPhone voice recorder app up, you know, under their chin, um, you know, the some stranger that they, they maybe kind of know or are kind of familiar with. Uh, it was just, you know, people relating to each other uh, that do a very, uh, a weird, intense job. Um, so I hope the, the road trip in podcast lives on in one form or another, um, just as an NBA fan who likes to distract myself with podcasts while I ride the bus around the great city of Portland. All right. That's it for this edition of Locked On Blazers. I'm your host, Seth Johnston. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Seth Ball, S-E-T-H-B-A-W-L. Terrible account name. I know, it's a real problem. I've I've really got to work on presenting myself better. All right. See you later this week, everybody.